When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into a special post-game show, PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star wherever you get your programming. I'm Johnny Venerable. He is Bo Brock. Our goal is to be number one for you. Kyler Murray's goal to be back number one week one for all of the Bird Gang. Bo Brock, we just got done watching Arizona Cardinals flight plan, just episode Kyler Murray rehab on their YouTube page. Check it out if you have not seen it. Tons of stuff to unpack. First initial thoughts on your end, Mr. Bo Brock. Yeah, fantastic episode. It was what I think a lot of us wanted to see from last year's in-season hard knocks. We were told it was going to come, that they were going to, you know, the NFL films crew was going to be able to go home with Kyler Murray and really kind of give us some insight into who this quarterback was. But this was... You know, for the 20 minutes, it was all Kyler Murray. It was the biggest deep dive that we've had of the Cardinals franchise signal caller since he was drafted. And I think mm-hmm. that the fan base, regardless if it was his rehab and to see how he's doing, what his mind state was, which I think is all positives, um, just to get a glimpse at their quarterback up close and personal, they, they got it. And I think that most people came away, you know, uh, pretty excited about the future of Kyler Murray. And I also think Kyler Murray at the end of the day is without question in my mind that the greatest first round franchise quarterback they've drafted and developed. And I think we lose sight of that. And then you get this narrative from the national media and maybe some ex teammates and you forget like this is a human being. This is a young man in his mid twenties. That's had a lot of success, but the expectations were immensely high when he was drafted. And it is bizarre that, that we haven't gotten an inside look. He's a very private person. Some would call him an introvert, but then you see him with his teammates, Hollywood Brown. You see, of course, the interaction with Jonathan Gannon. I love all of that. Now, a couple of things that stood out to me immediately, Bo. I don't know if you caught that line as it relates to last season and then kind of a weight being lifted. I'm paraphrasing yeah, I'm, when, I'm yeah, when members of the front office were gone, like he felt like free in a sense. That's yeah. That was, yeah I, I even wrote that quote down. Uh, that was, that was, that did stand out to me as well. Uh, you know, I think Darren Urban over at azcardinals.com did a great job in breaking down tons of quotes from this episode at the time. It was an upcoming episode. And now that we saw it and we got the full context of everything that, yeah, I didn't see that. Don't remember seeing that. But yeah, in a, in a sense, I feel free. Uh, and then what is that? What does that mean in your opinion? Like, like, do you think he had an issue with Steve Kime? No, I, I think he meant like the higher ups. I, I think he that was all encompassing. I could be wrong. I mean, it was. Uh, I think that he felt very tied to the previous regime and he mentioned the front office, no doubt about it, but I, I, th- I think that includes the coaching staff um, and it includes obviously the front office, but I think he, he now feels like, okay, he can do his job and he doesn't have to try to do other people's jobs now. Like, yeah. Fully capable head coach, fully capable general manager. And I think that 
that's probably yeah i agree with ryan yeah probably because that homework clause he, he doesn't have the you know people looking like hey we've got to put this addendum in here just to to look after kyler no he they, they this this organization feels confident that when he's healthy that he's gonna, he can do his his job and they're gonna give him full free reign to do so obviously within the framework of the offense but yeah that was that's probably the biggest thing that stood out to me in this episode yeah uh let's get to some of these comments you guys are already crushing it in the chat chase kyler looks focused and hungry right where we want him dale great flight plan i agree kyler will come back uh better and more focused than ever he certainly looks focused mike in the chat hype for k1's return after that flight plan dedication is going to pay off emily just got done watching goddamn kyler is looking good mentally physically listening to him talk he sounds like he's right mental state and he's so hungry to prove everybody wrong michael he's fired up everybody's fired up over k1 and i i you know who knows that the the final quote was i think the quote we were all waiting for because everybody was like well, where's the week one quote right and of mm-hmm. course they finish with that which they'll you know video production 101 you you, you want to keep the people on the hook as long as possible i thought that was great but i i'm with people in the chat like i i think if you showed me kyler murray right now and then like in prior off seasons like the last two it looks the same it looks exactly the same now is that going to lend itself well to this fall he's got to learn a new offense partially from the side as, as he works back from injury. I think it's encouraging that Kyler Murray, to me, first of all, the, the throwing arm still looks fantastic. The calisthenics that he's doing, working out in Hawaii. Like, I again, we, we don't have a definitive timetable in place, but there's no reason to doubt that, that Kyler Murray is not at least going to be what we've seen in the past when he gears it up. I love the comment from his dad, of course. Everybody's parents are their biggest supporters, typically, and he's like, yeah, the best is yet to come from, from mm-hmm. Kyler Murray is a great quote. Yeah, it was, and uh, he was dead serious, right? He and he yeah. doubled down on it. It was a quote so nice. He said it twice. He he said it. Uh, he's he's a serious guy, and he's the guy that's kind of be behind the man, right? He's been his quarterbacks coach. He's he's a former professional, you know, major. I don't know if he made it to the major leagues, but he's a former pro he baseball did, yeah. player. I think so. Um, he, he's got a background himself. He understands. I mean, I thought his quotes about just football and and having to always be evolving as a football player because it's so tough because they're always adjusting you know he he mm-hmm. recognizes like you know what what you know part of the reason or why things went wrong last season for his son and for the Arizona Cardinals so uh you know a couple takeaways as far as this goes and, and it was the same you know the main takeaway was yesterday after the quote came out yesterday we could show it and if we could put that on the screen the quote from the end of the show uh, when you look further down the line, it seems like we got a long way to go. Ideally, I want to be back week one. That's the goal. At the end of the day, that's the goal. But I can't really look that far ahead. Got to take it one day at a time. Close quote. That's Kyler Murray stating that that's the goal. And I think that now that officially debunks anybody anybody going along with the storyline that Kyler Murray's going to miss half to the majority of the season. I mean, this is a guy that's got his eyes dead set on week one. And I would, I think that the Arizona Cardinals would be hard pressed in keeping him out of the lineup much more beyond that. If they can keep him from playing in, uh, in, in Washington against the commanders on the road in week one. Yeah, I will say, you know, it was great. We were live on air yesterday toward the, the tail end of our show. Check it out if you haven't already. And Bowie gotten the quote from AZ sports. They mm-hmm. got an advanced copy of the quote, which do we say like 
let's let's get some advanced copies ourselves here at PHNX Cardinals. We love advanced copies, Cardinals, of quotes ahead of time. But they came out. Tyler Drake put out an article and it had that quote in there, and it was I was I was shocked in the best possible way because we've been digesting it for an hour. Like, what's going to happen with K one? Is he going to give a proclamation of when he wants to return during flight plan? So we get that. Now I will say, hearing him say it, the audio version versus the text and trying to contextualize the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the audio the audio was not as confident as the the print on the paper in my opinion because he he gave some caveats in there but I mean any time that you put out the, my goal is to be back week one and you know we got a long way to go dot 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 yes you're giving yourself some grace but I again this could be you know immature on my part I like I think that grace is just a couple weeks I think it's like yeah. okay I'm not back week one. Every week now, it's we're on Kyler Murray watch, right? I don't think we're ever going to be a, in a scenario barring like a setback, and it's going to be like, yeah, we're going to put Kyler on IR or PUP or whatever, and we're going to look at, you know, eight weeks, 10 weeks, 13 weeks, as people were saying. I mean, now, now it's just, I honestly believe if he's not back by week one, Bo, it's going to be, is Kyler Murray practicing this week? Is he going to play this Sunday? We We will be able to watch. The injury report, the activation, will he go on IR every single week in anticipation for his return? And that makes this season all the more exciting for Cardinal fans. Absolutely. It, it does. It, it it gets people gassed up a little bit. And, and I want you to think about this. I want the chat to think about it. You know what? Uh, because overall, I think a lot of people came away excited about their franchise quarterback. I think that he might even change some opinions of him. Uh, all for the better, right? What, what's yeah. what's fueling? Uh, I want you to think about what's fueling the haters. What could they poke holes in, or what can they try to to turn into a negative? I want you to think about. It. We won't get into it now because okay. I think the positives were all there. I, and I I came away, you know, rereading some of the stuff, looking at some of the quotes, and just he he is doing a deep dive into himself and, and really looking at himself in the mirror. I, I do like that he has a good idea that his communication skills aren't weren't where they needed to be, that he can mm-hmm. come off as harsh to teammates, and sometimes he might even have to sugarcoat some things. Not necessarily sugarcoat things, but say say some nice things to his, his teammates that otherwise would, would take it as, as a, him just criticizing them or coming down on them, and, and that he's learning that overall, like, hey, I, I can't just show with my play uh, and be a leader by my actions. I have to also do it with my words. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And I think, you know, we all grow with different experiences and and circumstances. And I mean, it it has been 18 months before the injury of Kyler Murray getting dragged since really, I mean, since the LA Rams playoff game where, where people made proclamation that he quit on his teammates, then asking for money, then that offseason and then the you know the the nightmarish season that they had in 2022, it's just been consistent. Kyler Murray's overrated, he's overpaid, and then now he can't play anymore. Tier six, according to Will Brinson from CBS Sports, and it's just that that has to fuel you at the end of the day. And it also, you know, Kyler Murray is not a a woe is me type of guy. I love the the lines at the beginning. It's just like, hey, like I I've, I've won every opportunity possible in football and then his dad talks about football is a team game it's 53 men but it's just we got to change some things of how we we do things i have to change some things and there's no better time to reflect than when you're coming back from your first serious injury as a pro or collegiate or or high school athlete and i i i kyler murray would have to be the most naive person in the world 
to, to, to be able to tune out everything that's said about him from coaches, players, ex-teammates, media, and not say, okay, clearly this is an issue. I need to overcome it in part because I want to do this for the betterment of the Arizona Cardinal franchise, as he stated, to win Super Bowls. That's his still his goal. That's It's great to see him. Of course, that should be his goal. Great to see him reaffirm that bow in this documentary because, I mean, the Cardinals are very far from a Super Bowl right now, in my opinion. They they need, obviously, K-1 back. They need high-end quarterback play. But that was the conversation that we were having two years ago. The Cardinals are a Super Bowl team. They're 9-0. and Could they Can they get the one seed in the NFC? We're in the process now of attempting to rebuild this roster while Kyler Murray rebuilds himself. And it's great to be able to have a front-row seat to that. Ryan saying Will Brinson watched that video and had to go review his employment contract with CBS for those dog poop rankings. We do have, we can't advance that story today because my co-host did join Will Brinson and got a full, uh, I, I guess, reason why for his his absolutely absurd quarterback tier rankings. And we'll tell you all about it in a little bit. But um, how about the comment about Call of Duty? When he when he's sitting there and he's talking about it, I just at this point I just feel I feel bad. I mean, it's like you, you see commercials and it's Jalen Ramsey and it's Justin Jefferson and they're in actual Call of Duty commercials, right? And you you hear comments from Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. He kind of gets crushed for it, you know. He said they're up at all hours playing video games, but still Kyler Murray continues to be you know, one of the guys that's heavily criticized for it. And he's very, he's well aware of it. Like the way he even broached that, saying that he's very well aware. Like he couldn't even say, Hey, I play call of duty with my boys. We, that's how we unwind. Yeah. I, I, Cause he's a quarterback that, because it doesn't matter if you're a DB or a wide receiver, or even an NBA player. And in part, I mean, Devin Booker has accomplished a lot. And I think it gets the benefit of the doubt more often than not. He's been, He's the you know prodigal son right now. He owns the state, and he should. He's earned it. Um, but then people look at DeAndre Ayton, and he can't get a rebound against Luka Doncic, and he can't get a re- rebound against Joker, and and everybody's like, it's because of the video games. If if your play does not reflect, Kyler Murray's video game hobby was not a problem until the team started struggling, right? And so it, it, he kind of made a comment about that. Like, you have to win. Winning cures everything. Right. But, I yeah, I love that comment. He was like, you know, I, I'm into fashion. Maybe a little too much. I like to travel now, right? I have too much. You have two hundred thirty and a half million dollars. It's all right. Yeah, you could I you mean, could buy all the clothes you want, and you have twice. you have no dependents that I know of, right? <laughs> on your tax return, like that, you've got some disposable income, right? But yeah, the video game thing. I love. It's just like I like to stay close to my buddies, and we play video games. And again, I've made no no bones about like I would much rather have Kyler Murray playing video games after hours than yeah. being downtown scottsdale living it up and people taking pictures of him and you know having a nightlife that what bled into the next morning like I, I feel like that otherwise i mean he, right the guy's barely taking a vacation his entire life i i mean i remember growing up playing baseball sometimes you would miss spring break but he played baseball right. he played football he played basketball he he never vacations like he was in hawaii probably one of the few times in his life just this couple weeks ago it's it's really kind of crazy to think like the guy's life is just competition and right. that's the kind of guy you want. And and I think your point's great. It's like, he's not, he's not, you know, and, and this isn't a knock on James Harden, but he's not James Harden. Like his, his off the fo- field, off the court thing isn't ha- having an affinity for strip clubs. It's, it's right. for, you know, t- putting on the headset and saying, Hey, Hollywood Brown, you up, let's, let's play some warfare. 
Right. Like uh, all this stuff with Zion, if you follow Zion on Twitter and uh, the the women that are coming after him, and he's got a, got a couple different women, right? And that's okay. You handle your own business. If Zion's an all-star next year, no one's going to care about that. The, right. You know, the Pelicans aren't going to care about that. Kyler Murray goes and wins the NFC West in the next two years. I mean, the video game thing hopefully will die off by then. It was the perfect storm, though, because the homework clause came, right? And it just, it was a, a swarm, a media swarm, a fan swarm of he's addicted to vids. The LA Ram playoff game was a disaster. And then he gets hurt. And then he, and then everybody, it's just open season on Kyler Murray. And it's it's unfortunate. I was watching another podcast tonight before ours, oh. uh, which which is not, not ideal. It was Colin Cowherd and, and John Middlecoff of the volume. Um, and you can go watch it if you want, but I'm gonna bring it up now because I think it's just absurd. They they spent about 10 minutes trashing the Cardinals, and a lot of that went in Michael Bidwell, but they Middlecoff now lives in. Arizona. I think he lives in Scottsdale. He said he's fr- he's a San Francisco guy. He covers the Niners, um, and basically said that they 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 came to an agreement on the show that's aired now. It's like Caleb Williams. If he if the Cardinals have the first pick, he should not. He should refuse to come to Arizona. Like they 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 doubled down on that, and then Kyler Murray's done, and Jonathan Gann is the defensive coach, so he won't succeed. I'm like, okay, let's just not play the season, guys. Right. I I and they were feeding into that narrative that Kyler's not going to play. I'm like, are are people not? paying attention clearly like because i saw a florio article after that broke yesterday like way late in the evening like kind of a throwaway a couple sentences kyler murray his goal is to play week one i would have thought right after that news came out yesterday we're in the dead period it would have dominated local radio local news national news it didn't it didn't not at all and i'm like okay so when kyler murray comes back in september or early October, are people just gonna be like, "What's going on here? Is he allowed? To, is he allowed to play?" Because again, you ask Joe Blow, national media NFL reporter, right? When Kyler Murray's coming back, they'll be like, mm, "Thanksgiving, right?" No, everybody, turn your brains on. He's coming back soon. He'll be back in like two months. We're in mid July right now. Like, there's a chance he could be he could be back in two and a half months, less than like seventy days, and the season doesn't start for another two months. So. It's just, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, they, they have blinders on. I mean, they're, they're focused obviously on the teams that as far as, as they gear up for the 2023 season that they believe are going to contend. And they just don't, mm-hmm. the Cardinals are a throwaway team right now. They're, they're not, right. they're not pushing the, the issue. And they were in that to some degree. For yeah. sure. For sure. But to, to say, you know, for Colin Cowherd, uh, the guy he's talking with covers the Niners and they have a 10 minute conversation about, you know, Caleb Williams, him refusing. They said he's rich now from NIL deals. He, they're doing the Florio argument again. He's so, yeah. So he would delay him, starting the clock on him to go get would, they, probably they a three hundred million. Eli Manning. Contract. They said Eli Manning, John Elway, three point It's like Trevor Lawrence. I love Caleb Williams, and we're not even like Cardinals don't have the number one pick today, so it's yeah. a moot point. Trevor Lawrence was a bigger prospect, I would argue, than Caleb Williams than right now. He went to Jacksonville. He's playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? Cardinals have been to the Super Bowl. They have a new stadium. It just blows my mind. It just irritated me. It has nothing to do with Kyler, but I, I wanted to bring that up. No, I mean, if, if, if players are continually signing rookie deals with Washington and Jacksonville and, and all, you know, the fact Cleveland. that... Cleveland after going, you know, the winless season that they were still at this day and age to get players to come play for their organization. Like those days are over. Like they right. are. Like I just think that the 
I, I don't think that the NFL Players Association would even want to support that. Goodell doesn't want that. No, nobody wants that. So I don't. I don't think that they would ever allow it. To, you know, as ugly as things have gotten, I don't think. Obviously, they can get worse, but they're they're not going to get that bad. They're they're not going to get that bad. I mean, still, like you you need to see this organization continue to trend in the right direction. But to sit there and have an uneducated ten minute. 10 plus minute conversation about it. It's just like, you're wasting your time. You really are. You're wasting everybody's time. It is. And it's ridiculous because, and this is the, like the bullet on top of everything. Kyler Murray's coming back soon. They're not going to have the first pick through their own pick there. I, I just don't believe if Kyler Murray plays 13 games, they're not going to be picking number one overall. They're just not the way the, the way the NFL works Kyler Murray will make them competitive. They'll lose some competitive games. Then they'll win some they're not supposed to, right? Like the Cardinals were in contention last year because David Blau and Cliff Kingsbury and Colt McCoy. And it was just the second half, the wheels fell off. If Kyler Murray's healthy, and that's a knock on wood, he hasn't finished the season healthy. They're not finishing with the first overall pick. They have a guys, they have a fourth place schedule. They're in a division with the Rams. The NFC quarterback picture is terrible, right? I it just could they get the number one pick from Houston? Now that's a different conversation, but man, just to sit here and say like, you both things can't be true. Kyler Murray's coming back early and they're also getting the number one pick. No, it's for that to be true. It's Kyler Murray's not coming back. The Cardinals are holding him out and then they're going to be terrible with Colt McCoy. Then they're getting the number one pick. Well, like it, that's, that's going to be a little bit more difficult than, Hey, Kyler Murray's back and we're a way better football team. I mean, I, I think well, that, but, there's a big difference between competitive and right. number one. Right. And, and he's going to have to acclimate to a brand new offense and he's going to have to rework his footwork and he's going to have to do some things that he's never done in his football career before. So like, I, I completely agree with you, but at the same time, it's, 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 it's a little bit more complicated than, Hey, right. get him his uniform, get him out there, get, get him the, the ball. Cable. Yeah. And he's, he's going to get you right where you want to go. Uh, love this question from K.R. Gordon. Um, I'm going to tell you right now that Kyler Murray, if given the opportunity, let me just read the question. K.R. Gordon 08 in the chat. Real question. If K1 says he wants another lineman over uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., do you, do you listen to him again? I would, but he'd be hard pre- it'd be hard-pressed to pass on Marvin Harrison Jr. I, there's no way on God's green earth that <laughs> Kyler Murray would say, don't draft Marvin Harrison Jr. They gave him his lineman he wanted from from Ohio State. Right. Like, I if if the O line's bad this year, they're gonna probably spend money next March to 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 take care of that. Maybe they'll draft a lineman too. But if if they're picking two or three and there's needed QB teams ahead of them, they're they're taking Marvin Harrison Jr. You can put you put it in the Bet MGM sports book right now, Bo Brock. Absolutely. Uh I I will uh I'll nominate myself for sacrifice. Uh, you know, if it's Aaron Donald, put me out there. I'll play the offensive lineman that we passed up his <laughs> position, and he can just bulldoze me. But as long as that means that Marvin Harrison Jr. is wearing an Arizona Cardinals uniform, I will make that sacrifice. That's, yeah, I mean, it's, I like the hypothetical. It's great, but I agree with Johnny. I don't think it's, it's going to happen. And if you're pressed on it, if you're going to press me on it, I'm going to say, you draft, you draft Marvin Harrison Jr. because – you know, Joe Alt, Notre Dame kid from uh, Bama. They're all fine tackles and linemen, but they're not they're not a generational type wide receiver. And that's what Marvin Harrison Jr. is. 
It's just you want you want ten years of all pros at, at a receiver. I think I think you do. Uh, you want an all pro sports book? I think you do. BetMGM swing for the fences. Sign up with promo code. You guessed it. PHNX. Log in to the BetMGM sportsbook app because it's BetMGM swing for the fence, uh, fences. We're here on the stretch run. The MLB season, uh, Diamondbacks, don't know if you know this, V good, uh, you're good if you're on BetMGM, MLB free-to-play game through the course of the summer till September 7th. Hello, be a batter, pick an area of the strike zone, depending on the areas of the strike zone you pick, single, double, triple, home run, or pop up and receive the prize associated with that type of hit. BetMGM, by the way, Cardinals week one, and I'm starting to look at money lines and, and spreads for week one because... Uh, I'm a crazy person. Check it out. It's they're plus six right now at Washington. That's 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 tempting. It's also tempting plus two hundred to pick them to beat uh, Sam Hell or Jacoby Brissett or whoever the hell the Commanders trot out. But you should try yourself over to BetMGM Sportsbook at the Great Lawn at State Farm Stadium because we will be there every single football Sunday during the NFL season. Home games, away games, whatever. Come hang out, party with myself, Bill Brock, the entire PHNX Cardinals crew, and we're working out. We're hoping to be there for at least some of the preseason. So if you haven't signed up yet with BetMGM, what are you waiting for? Use that bonus code PHNX. Now there's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our folks here in Arizona, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you're using that bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details and now listen to my guy, my brother, Shane Diefenbach, talk about it in the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. I got to tell all of our listeners, our viewers about Wink. We're pumped about Wink. If you already know about Wink, you, you know what I'm, I'm about to tell you about. It's fantastic. It's a seltzer that has THC in it. How Ooh. high are you going to get? Well, they'll just say uh, a Wink, right? I mean, it's got the perfect balance of THC, CBD, because uh, there's an equal dose of CBD. CBD is like THC's laid back friend. It's like Johnny hanging out. It's cool. He's poolside. Keeps the party going from off the rails. It's balanced. It's light. It's unbelievable. It's great to have it. Your next event where you're hanging out. Uh, we're also trying to stay out of the heat once it hits 120. You're going to want an ice-cold, refreshing wink, and we're helping you get it. Uh, it's available right now in 11 states, including Arizona, so don't wait any longer. Check out drinkwink.com. That's drinkwink.com, countdowndrink.com. You also have to check out Countdown, ready for liftoff. Countdown is the nano uh cannabis infused beverage that delivers sky high blast with powerful flavor that's available in seven states including our great state of arizona drink wink w y n k in countdowndrink.com utilize their drink finder located store near you you can also order it directly online wink only uh for 2.5 milligram cans you got to check it out for yourself wink drinkwink.com it's a good uh, nugget on Twitter from Graham Barfield. Check him out. Uh, he said, Kyler Murray will be 10 months removed from ACL surgery by week roughly four to five. So 10 months removed. Prior QBs coming off an ACL tear. Robert Griffin III, Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow, Carson Wentz, all returned to play within 10 months. 
He goes, week one would be aggressive, but Kyler playing way earlier than most believe. It's like, hey, guys, wake up. Hello, wake up. I mean, it would never made sense to me. It's like people think his knee exploded and he had to have a new leg put in at, in like the tail end of, of December, January. And then we're sitting here, we're watching Von Miller, who's 100 years old, right? Tear his ACL a couple weeks before. And he's like, I'll be ready for camp. I'm ready to go. It's right. like, what? Von Miller in his early 30s and Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray is a freak show in his prime, in his mid-20s. Granted, he runs around. He plays quarterback from the pocket most Sundays. Like, come on, everybody. It's it's great, too, because it's like, do we need to readjust the Cardinals over under? I, I think so. You cannot project, project the Cardinals to be the worst team in football if Kyler Murray plays the majority of the games. It is a quarterback-driven league. No singular player in the NFL is worth more than a point in Vegas besides the quarterback. So you can have a loaded roster. You can have DeAndre Hopkins, right, and Aaron Donald and pass rushers. But if your quarterback is shit, you're bad. Like, look yeah. at these teams. Like, I these teams that pick first overall, their quarterback play is a big reason why. Like, I love Justin Fields, just not very good throwing the football, right? Those Brown teams we alluded to, the Cardinals, when they picked the first overall, when they had Kyler Murray, were awful with Josh Rosen. When you're picking first, your quarterback is is ass, right? You're not a guy you want to stick with very rarely. Kyler Murray, we all agree, is a top 10 quarterback when he's healthy and, and humming. He's an MVP cal caliber player. And while that might be a stretch to assume that's going to be him this year, I mean, like, placeholder quarterbacks do far, far better. I mean, Jacoby Brissett won seven games last year. J David Blau should have won in Atlanta. Um, what was it? What's his name? Should have beaten Tom Brady on, on Christmas Day. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Trace McSorley. So it, it just, to me, it's like, okay, he's going to play a large majority of the season. Like, it's much more realistic in my idea, in my notion that they're going to win like six, seven games. Now, what was the, I, I, I will, I will take John the over Watson, under. Carson Wentz, RG3. Who else was on that Joe list? Joe Burrow. Yeah. Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz. Um, yeah, those are the three. All returned to play within 10 months. Um, so uh, I, a lot of people who were saying like didn't, uh, early didn't October Vincent tell you Philip Rivers tore his ACL in the divisional round of the playoffs and he was back didn't miss a game. Yeah. So he, he tore his ACL against the um, I believe it was the Colts and they won that game with a backup in like the fourth quarter. And then he went to play, excuse me, the Patriots in the NFC or AFC title game. They lost. Then he had his knee operated on. Yeah. So he played from the pocket with a torn ACL and then he was ready for that next season. Like, and that's always been the biggest argument that I've made on this show is like, well, if he, if he can play from the pocket, he just can't do all the specialty right. stuff. Give me Kyler Murray from the pocket more than Colt McCoy or Jeff Dristical or David Blau or Clayton Toon from the pocket. And everybody, he's gotta be, he's gotta be dynamic. He's gotta do everything. Like, I don't, I want them to win games, but I also, I want him to play. Well, but if, if he's be able to, obviously the main qualifier is he's got to be a hundred percent healthy without the risk of re-injuring it. I mean, that that's the only thing, right? I mean, that's the one that I think everybody agrees on. You don't rush it unless he's a hundred percent. Sure. Is, is he not the same athlete? You know, it, like we talked to Dr. David Chow, the pro football doc at, at the Super Bowl. He told us this, like, yeah, he, he could very well be back week one. No, like no doubt about it, but yeah. is he going to be uh, pretty much confined to the pocket? Probably. Um, and, and I think I agree with you. I mean, I think as far as pocket passing ability, he's still the best player uh, option on the team. Easily. And 
for him to, you know, obviously have to relearn his footwork and, and the things that are going to go into learning a new offense, you, you really want him to get in there as soon as possible. So, and I don't think that that's going to come in line with like when Gannon tells us he needs to be hundred percent physically. I think when he says he needs to be hundred percent physically, obviously there's going to be rust. that's going to be needed to be knocked off and he's going to be confined to the pocket more than what we're used to seeing with Kyler Murray. But as long as he's not at risk for re-injuring it, I think that that's what Gannon means hundred percent physically. And, and then obviously the mental part, you know, Kyler talked about on the episode tonight saying, you know, he made that move a thousand times. Um, and he never felt anything like it before. I just, the, the perception of this team will be so much different. If Kyler Murray returns back from injury, it takes him a couple weeks to knock some rust off. People don't assume the Cardinals are going to be competitive anyway. And then they finish the season and they look good and they look competitive and he looks good in this offense. It doesn't matter if they win five games or six games or seven games, having positive momentum with K one on the field as your quarterback ending this season should be the goal. Whatever that looks like. I By the time we hit early January, it's Kyler Murray in the finale looking good in Drew Petzing's offense because then you can say at the end of the year, we don't care what our record is. We did our best. We did what's best for Kyler and the franchise. And now let's go. Money, check. Draft capital, check. Playing time for Kyler and a bunch of these rookies, check and check. That should be the goal, whatever that looks like. So I, I don't think fans of this team and fans of Kyler Murray want to rush him back because well, we got to contend. We got to win a playoff spot in the NFC. No, no, no. I think it's, we got to get Kyler Murray back playing football so that that, that projects us for next year to where we can be back in the mix to be a contender in the NFC. Cause I think they are, if Kyler Murray plays the majority of the season and he looks good at the tail end, they will be a contender in the NFC in 2024, a hundred percent. They will flip this roster enough in the landscape of the NFC to be a playoff team easily in 2024. I don't want to hear 2020, 2025. Kyler, if Kyler Murray is a franchise quarterback and he's healthy at the end of this year and he looks good in Petsing's offense, did you yeah, get a Hollywood case Brown catching? What's going on here? I mean, let's not, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves here. Is as optimistic as I'll be. In, in Daniel health. Jones made the playoffs this year, Bo. Come on. In I know the that, NFC. but there was there was the roster like the roster that Brian Dable took over. Was in way better shape than than the roster was when when Monty Austin put his hands on it. No, I absolutely it was, absolutely was. Who's they playing were wide out. Who's playing wide out for the Giants? But look, I mean that's that, that tight end. It, it's spent a ton of money at that position. But they they drafted a bunch of offensive linemen. They they, they got the, the right coach. Running back. And they elevated their quarterback. Saquon Barkley. Uh, I mean, if he's back by week two, the home opener against the Giants, and Saquon still got contract issues look out i mean that might be the best bet right now at him could you could you imagine how shitty this team has been at home and then the first home game under gannon kyler murray comes back and they beat the giants oh my god it'd be fantastic it'd be this it'd be the best best win this team's had in 24 months that would be fantastic yeah uh and and the one the one little thing that the wrinkle that might make it a little tougher is the meniscus thing I mean, it, it's, it wasn't just an ACL. Some of these guys, I think RG3 was more than just an ACL, uh, but you have to do some research on that. Some of these guys, it was just the ACL, and, and the meniscus thing might keep Kyler back from that week one return. 
Chase, I don't like this comment. Uh, sensible bow strikes again. We need to get a shirt at the merchandise locker. Sensible bow. Oh, and yeah. it needs to just be, you know, the most generic shirt, boring shirt, sensible bow. Shirt and tie. Yes. I, I appreciate you bringing everyone back down to earth. It's like, <laughs> I get my paycheck, you run out and you and you go nuts on Prime Day. Bo's like, you know, put on the, you know, put it in savings, put in 401k. We're gonna be sens sensible. Uh Jalen Blair in the chat, five dollars. Thank you so much, Jalen. Friend of the program. What do you think about the comment? Bo, I feel free in the sense, you know, especially with the change of upstairs in the organization. We touched on that a little bit earlier, but there's the full quote. Yeah, that was uh, that was what I told Johnny and, and the rest of the crew in here. That it, it, that's the thing that stood out to me the most out of this entire episode. Feels free with the with the front office, and I think that also might include the coaching staff, the previous coaching staff. And you know, he, he there was pressure, obviously, from Kime and Cliff to perform and carry and, and make up for where they. Their handicaps, I guess. And then, of course, you know, the addendum, all the stuff that they threw on his shoulders. I think that the, with them going away and there being big time changes and the changes being the necessary and, and correct ones, Kyler Murray feels free. Out, he's out from under a huge weight. That was, that was Kyle and Cliff. Yeah. Uh, let's get to some of these comments here. Daniel, I love this comment. I agree with Johnny. We'll be contenders in 2024. Monty is a genius. And I didn't say that a few weeks ago. I, I just, if Kyler Murray plays this year, then then there's no reason to think they can't be a playoff team in 2024. How you Unless getting, Kyler's terrible. How you getting if there? If Kyler Murray's good, how you getting there? You, Play, you tell, me your, tell me your plan to, to turn this roster around to where you're contending. Please tell me. Well, how, for, for, what, how are you fixing the defensive line? How are you going to. No, there's a difference between. All right. Let me. Back group. A Help. playoff contender, not a Super Bowl contender. There's seven playoff spots in the NFC. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're not backpedaling. <laughs> I think that's what I said. They're a contender for a playoff spot. If not, I apologize. First of all, um, they're gonna have two two picks, premium picks, whatever the hell they look like. Whether it's What's two Daniel five, is, is, is Daniel the same thing? Is he the same? Like, get, say, tell us in the chat if you think it's okay. Playoff spot. All right. Oh, that's Jalen saying that. So I'll see what everybody. Daniel. I mean. Let, let me ask everybody this. If they finish the year on a positive note and Kyler Murray's playing well, it, it, you're doing a disservice to your fan base if you're not saying, yeah, playoffs. Fans are going to be expecting, yeah, playoffs. You want to know why? You're paying a quarterback, and this is a big reason. You're paying a quarterback 25, or excuse me, 45, 50 million dollars a year. Your ass better be in playoff contention every year because you're telling everybody else that quarterback is a top eight to 10 quarterback in the NFL. And every year we have that person we're a playoff contender. That's the reason why they signed Kyler Murray. So if you're not saying that and Kyler Murray is your quarterback, then that's a bigger problem. And that's a problem with K1. But if you believe K1 can go back to an MVP caliber player and a top 10 quarterback and you're paying him $50 million, um, you get a mulligan this year, right? You get a mulligan. He's coming off an injury. 2024, two years in this offense. Let's go. You better, you better be a contender for a playoff spot. Come on. Can't be trotting out 7-10 and 10 in 2024. I don't care how bad they are this year. If he plays a team, a roster that's viewed as the oh come on, it is. I mean, they can, you can flip a. I, what what is everybody saying in Chicago right now? Playoffs, got to go to the playoffs, got to do the. They had the first pick in the draft, and everybody playoffs with Justin Fields. No, but Tyler Murray is a way better. It's a bit. I felt like that was a bit delusional. Okay, but that but that's their expectation. You know, like what did they? How did they build most of that roster? 
free agency. Yeah. You know that's, that's but they trade for DJ cool. Moore. Yeah, look, second your defensive good, coach Eberflus made some good moves. Look, and I and I I think it's gonna be it's gonna be close. And if they're ahead of schedule, I'm here for it. Absolutely. I just don't I I don't want to be sitting here on, on July 13th saying playoffs uh, in 2024. But you, I might you might be sitting here in September 13th if Kyler Murray's playing, and I'm gonna say playoffs 2023. If Kyler Murray's playing week one, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. You just, you just come on now. And it's just it's Kyler Murray. When Kyler Murray's on, this franchise is on. Yeah. When he doesn't when he doesn't play, they're a dumpster fire. They're an embarrassment. But when he plays, they're in every game. I mean, they they rarely get blown out. Plus, I mean, come on now. The NFC West is not what it once was. They sh- should have at least split with Seattle last year. I we 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 both agree Geno overachieved. We're not going to get that same level of production and the Niners are, I mean, their the roster's stacked, but let's just Give it a beat here. They could be starting Sam Darnold for a, for a, a hot minute. And, yeah. and, and the Rams and are terrible. Daniel's saying we'll have $100 million in cap space, sure. But That's right. That's right. You got to cut Ertz. You got to cut James Conner. You got to cut good Bye. players. And then you have to replace them with good players. Trey McBride. Trey McBride is going to play tight end. You know him? You familiar like, with his game? Trey McBride. I like, I like the prospects at, at pass rush. But guys have to show something this year. Uh, when you have to start, I like Adam Hogue does this over at CHGO bears. He's, he's the he's sensible Hogue over there and they're going to have oh, the God. CHGO locker, uh, t-shirt, just like sensible Bo, where he starts <laughs> counting off, you know, starting caliber players and you, and you need to get to like how many starting caliber players the Arizona Cardinals have. Look, All right, have let's, let, hey, well, let's do that. Okay. Let me do it. Let me, let me talk to you about circle K. Then we're going to do that. All right. And I think you're going to be surprised. Uh, and speaking of surprises, you're gonna be surprised how much you can save with Circle K right now. We're so excited to partner with our friends at Circle K. Check them out locally. Best coffee, beer, snack selection, premium gas, not a premium price. I'm about to to road trip it here in the next coming days with my family out to California. Uh, and you know I'm loading up at Circle K. I don't want to be stuck in rural Arizona without gas at a premium price. Uh, triple digits. I'm gonna load up coffee, iced coffee, and I'm gonna double down on those precious Polar Pops, 32 ounces. And we're going to hook you up. We're going to get buy one, get one free. Well, Johnny, how are we going to do that? Text PHNX right now to 31310 to join their exclusive SMS subscriber club. And they're going to load you up. So you get one on the house. Thanks to PHNX. Thanks to Circle K. And if you're thinking to yourself, I love Circle K, but I don't know where to go, head to circlek.com slash store dash locator. That's circlek.com slash store dash locator. To find the Circle K nearest to you. You can find Four Peaks in your local Circle K, no doubt about it. Most of the beers that they brew, brew locally here in the great state of Arizona. Uh, being the wet blanket that I've, I've been tonight, I, I have to have a few cold ones afterwards just to feel better about myself. But yes. Four Peaks, love Four Peaks. You got to check it out for yourself. Check them out on your socials as well, at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub. All their entire product line of beers. You got the Rattle on Red Ale. Why not support your Diamondbacks? They're hot right now. Also, you got the uh, Redbird Lager that's going to be flowing at our tailgates at the BetMGM this on Sundays this upcoming season. Everything is all about Four Peaks. It's our official beer sponsor of PHNX Sports. Check out their website to see their full product line and what they're brewing up there. If you're IPA guy or gal, they got a few of them for you. How about the Raj IPA? They got the Super Juice Staycation IPA. Uh, they've got their flagship Kilt Lifter, the number one Wheat beer in Arizona, the Wow Wheat. It's fantastic. 
Check it out for yourself. They're 8th Street in Tempe, the original location, the last 25 years. They got a full menu there. It's delicious. You know, you got appetizers, entrees, desserts, Four Peaks, unreal experience. Got to be 21 years or older to enjoy the beer. But when you do drink it, drink it responsibly. All right. Let's go through your little exercise, smartass, uh, <laughs> with the Cardinals. How many, how many starting caliber players do they have? I'll I'll let you get get your lumps in first. Let's start with the defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the defense. So let's just call it we call it a three four four three. What do we like here? We'll start with a four three. Let's just do a, ba- a base four three defense. All right, your your four three defensive end. I think Cameron Thomas is very capable. Got to have to show. He's going to have to show something, right? He's got to take yeah. a step. A step that I think that he was. Uh, denied just by the coaching staff last year. So I think just by having a new coaching staff, there's going to be opportunity there. And then we got to find out, you know, can Zayvon Collins play that position? He could he could be a guy, but I think B.J. Ujolari is a starting caliber defensive end. So yeah. let's say of that group, you've got two starting caliber defensive ends. Yep. Interior that defensive line. You don't have anybody. You don't have anybody, no, right? That's true. That's okay. You you hope that, you know, maybe a, a Dante Stills, a draft pick, or a Carlos Watkins or a Ben Stilley, uh, Richard Lawrence emerges, then you have to resign him. Uh, okay, linebackers. Let's get to linebackers because you're white under contract, starting caliber, right? Played for NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles. He didn't start for him most of the time, but he's a starter here. He's a he's starting caliber linebacker. Who's the other guy? Uh, me, you, uh, Josh Woods. I mean, they got guys special on the yeah, They got Woods. He, he's a special team going to show that he can play. See Turner, Owen Papo, I think people are excited about, but got a lot to learn at the NFL level. So one linebacker, right? Secondary, Marco Wilson. He's starting caliber. Correct. Well, you hope Garrett Williams uh, emerges, the third-round pick out of Syracuse, but still got to figure out post-ACL what's he look like. Is he ready to go? All right, who else we got? Any anybody in the secondary I missed? Well, defensive back or corner? Corner. Um, Tony Hamilton's I mean, thirty. Uh, Christian Matthew still yeah, in the late round. I'll pick. give you. I'll give you one. One. One corner. Okay, um, that's fine. But I'll. But I, you gotta give me three. Buddha and Jill. I think you, you give me three. You give me three safeties though, because every uh, everybody loves Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons is a starting caliber player in the NFL. Are we talking about are we talking about 2024? Oh, we yeah, we I was trying to think 2024. Okay, I'm, that's fine. No problem. Yeah, yeah. So so you got Buddha, Jalen, Marco, Kazir, and then the two defensive ends. So of the starting eleven, you've got six, seven, if my math's correct. Five or six. Six. We'll do six. Okay. So we're missing we're missing some some beef in the on the listen, you can go shopping next offseason. All right. So you get we're doing six on the defensive side. Offensively, I think it's a little bit more promising. Um, Kyler Murray, check, is a starter, right? Um, now, now, now it's a little bit difficult because I thought we were going off of this year, but that's fine. Uh, because, listen, you can we should go be going off, off of this year. Because, go ahead. Go off this because, year. Because if they have a good year, then they're not leaving. The Cardinals okay. are going to let them go. Like, right. like if Hollywood Brown, Hollywood Brown's a starter, and if he has a good year, he's going to stay with the Cardinals. So, Kyler, Hollywood, Trey McBride are all three starting caliber players. I need to players. see something from Trey. Oh, okay. Well, I do. That's that's fine. Okay, that's fine. I think I. You said Zavin's a starter at defensive end of position he's never played. Trey, Trey I, McBride. I threw like a 
I threw a couple guys in between Zavin, Cameron Thomas. You could throw gotcha. Miles Sanders in there. You, you, you were just you got banking on two. finding some starters. Okay. Um, Paris Johnson Jr. is a starter. Don't you say I damn say what? otherwise. Look okay. at me. Dead serious. I'm with you. Don't on that. you dare. Listen, DJ Humphreys could be in the last year of, of his contract with the Cardinals, but he's under contract next year. Like they could cut him. But if let's say he has a good year, he'll be back. He'll be back. Right. So there's you got your two tackles. Plus, they can add a tackle. The interior O-line, Will, Will Hernandez signed a two-year deal. He's a starter, right? Okay. I think the worst they're going to be at left guard and center is going to be this year. Those, I, I think they'll get that. And left guard, it's, you don't have no, two starting it's, caliber. It's, it's garbage. It's not It's not good enough. Um, And that's fine. Hopefully, Ben Ga- or John Gaines, somebody figures it out. But I, I'm giving you that. Running back, though, I'm not going to sweat James Conner not being on the team if it's 2024. Like the Cardinals are going to pay you. They they could cut him and then bring him back at a reduced rate. That I hope it's running backs all the time. One of the eleven draft picks that they're going to have, right? Now, they or can. they could get Kareem Hunt on a two year deal, cheap. He's a starting caliber player, and then get an heir apparent. I don't want to see me knock see you knocking our postseason chances in twenty twenty four because of a running back. Okay, that that's the New York Giants right now. It's like they don't, they're not paying Saquon money, big big Saquon Barkley big money. No thanks. Um, receivers Hollywood Brown. That's that's it. That's the only thing I can say right now. The Hollywood Brown. You're you can flip an NFL roster in 18 months. That's what they're trying to do. Right. We're gonna fast forward to 2024. They're gonna have worst to first. And but I'm saying in order to do so, you have to find start in in, in Hogue's points, you have to find starting caliber players, you have to have depth. And they're churning this roster. And and I have all the confidence in Monty Austin for it to do so. And he's done the right thing in accumulating assets. He's primed to really expedite this this rebuild, but at the same token, like they got they got to they got to make some right decisions, and they got a, a long sure. way to go. And but I I love the direction of the organization. Uh, Momo in the chat, love that name, love the super chat. Thank you so much. Dollar ninety nine. You think the Cards will trade players next season? I think that they have a chance to trade players this season. Uh, I think they could trade players, veteran players at the deadline, depending on how what they're makeup looks like depending on who's performing who's not under contract like i i think listen not to beat a dead horse here but like could they trade isaiah simmons at the trading deadline he's not under contract could they trade zach Ertz? could they trade james connor it just really there's so much left up in the air could they trade josh jones could they trade kelvin beecham if if those guys don't start or one of them i i would be really surprised if we're sitting here after the trade deadline in conjunction with preseason bow and the Cardinals don't trade somebody because they, they're not done. They want more assets. This is their year, their college football season ahead of next April. And they've got some guys while they're not super valuable to the Cardinals. They could be a missing piece to get another team to where they want to be. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's talent on this roster. There's guys that go completely big downs for teams that are, are going to need it down the stretch of the NFL season. And, you know, I, th- I think that Monty would, would never say that he's content with the assets, assets that he accumulated. Like he's, he's always going to look to wheel and deal and put himself in the prime position in the 2024 off season with his scouts in place, knowing what the coaching staff more, knowing more about the coaching staff and, and the players that they have on the current roster. Uh, I, I think that, Absolutely. I, I, that's, it's not, I think that that's the, the sign of a, of a good general manager. He's not just going to be content with the group and, and want to move forward. He's, he's going to want to 
be able to churn it and, and get it up to speed as quickly as possible. And he's going to say like, okay, is this person, they might be helping us out right now and they're attractive to other teams, but it, are they a part of the solution down the line? And I think Monty Osifort, uh knows very well that he's, he hasn't drafted most of the players that are going to really help this team yet uh, get out of this, out of the, you know, the lower expectation tier of the NFL standings. Uh, Ryan in the chat, Johnny, you have Isaiah Simmons as a starter in 2024. What gives keep the streak alive hashtag. <laughs> well, I mean, it, tongue in cheek. He's not on the, on the payroll. This is his last year on the payroll for this, for this franchise. I do not think they're going to bring him back next year. I, I, I could be, I'm probably in the minority. I know a lot of people want him to come back and want a contract extension. They're, they're probably members of this fan base, Bo, that would celebrate an extension right now. I just, I don't think they're going to resign him. I think this is going to be a year for him to go out and and get his, you know, so to speak. Not to quote, remember the Titans. I think I think he's going to put up nice numbers again, and I think he's going to hit free agency and he's going to have another fresh start to his career somewhere else. And the Cardinals will take a comp pick. But I just kind of want to. I'm reading the writing on the wall and some things I've been hearing. It's just like they're just he's not going to be a base starter on defense, mm-hmm. and unless you know, unless he and Gannon really just blossom into a close partnership friendship and they can figure out the financials because here's the difficult thing ryan as you project isaiah simmons isaiah simmons is going to want to be paid a premium and the cardinals don't see him as a premium player so he's going to test the market he's ending his rookie contract making good money because he was a top 10 draft pick but like no one's going to pay him in my opinion the average of his last nfl contract as a rookie in his fourth and fifth year in the free agent market. And that's what he's going to come to expect and want. And the Cardinals are, are telling you by not picking up his fifth year option, you are not worth that. So why would they then turn around and sign him to a deal? He he would have to be, it would have to be a pro bowl, all pro caliber season. I just, I don't see that coming. For right. in, in teams that would pay him and give him the bag would have to know definitively what his role would, would be to continue right. that success. And, uh, but I think Isaiah knows that, He's got to rely on JG and Nick Rollis to get him to a good spot throughout this season to where he can cash in in the, in the following offseason. I mean, it's it's going to be important. And it seems like he's, he's he understands that. So, yeah, we'll see what, what, you know, success looks like for Isaiah Simmons. I think we saw a glimpse of it in 2021. You know, he's standing up Derrick Henry, blowing up Trey Lance, making stops on the goal line. And, and showing you know his versatility, showing his physicality, showing his athleticism, and then I feel like took a step back at the beginning of last season, and then you know slowly got back into it. Probably not you know for reasons uh, like his his own reasons. I think more BJ you know benching him and playing in thirty you know total snaps in two games in a row. That's brutal. Like fifteen each. That's that's just not it's not acceptable for the eighth overall pick. But you know, it, even if he has a really successful t- season, I think it's still going to be tough for potential shooting teams to really identify like where he fits in. Uh, well said. Uh, Five dollars super chat, Jimbo the Dicious, Dicious. Uh, thank you so Jimbo much, for the super chat. Jimbo Dacious. I'm sorry. Opened up BetMGM last night. Love that. Bet over on the six and a half. Love that as well. And wins drinking the Kool Aid maybe, but going to bank if that happens. <laughs> Love that energy, Jimbo. And I'm right there with you. So much so, Bo Rock. Like, I love Tank Tuesday. Uh, I love I love everything about it. Kyler Murray's back week one. Like, do we have to temporarily put a hold on on, on Tank Tuesday with this team? Because I 
and Tank, Tank Tuesday was created with the mindset Kyler Murray is going to be a while before we see K1. Now you got K1 running around talking about the goals week one. Do we do we need to put the tank in the garage real quick? Or <laughs> or am I being a little bit dramatic here and, and you're going to be sensible Bo again saying, no, 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 we tank on. Thank you very much. Yeah, I think we tank on. I think it's a tankathon. And, you know, <laughs> I, I think that's more because you don't mess with a good thing. It, it's Is it a part of superstition? Like, was, was it a part of the why things went well because of tank Tuesday? Probably. And why would that. you stop? You know, it's like, why, why would you wash your game Jersey? If you just went, uh, if you just threw for four touchdowns, I mean, I think that you, you keep going and, and you don't wash it until, and you don't stop wearing a tank unless they give you a reason to stop wearing a tank. And I can't think of one. I let Chase saying, don't take, don't tank the tank. I, you won't find me doing that. I'll, I'll never take off my tank. Um, but Kyler dynamic, it is in all seriousness in that that same podcast, or I, I guess we haven't even brought it up. I went on the pick six podcast for CBS sports with Will Brinson. And they basically asked, give me an over under for four and a half. And I'm like, I can't, it's a push right now. And no one can identify it anything other than that, because you don't know because if Kyler Murray's back, they're just, they're, they're going to be, I think way better than people think. And if he doesn't yeah. come back, they're going to be, I think, one of the worst teams in the NFL. They'll have it. If Kyler Murray doesn't play, they'll have a chance for the number one pick. And if he does play, I think they're winning more than four and a half games. Jimbo thinks they're winning more than six and a half games. Yeah. I, I, no, but no one no one knows definitively, which is why it's a it's a crapshoot right now. Yeah, you copped out. And that's fine. Um, okay. okay, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. I, I completely agree with it. And that's why it's tough to handicap this team. And I, I, I highly encourage people to check out that interview. I think it's fantastic because right out of the gates, Thanks. our guy, Thanks, Johnny Venerable, pressed Will Brenson on his uh, his his <laughs> dumpster fire quarterback tiers that had Kyler Murray in tier six with the likes of Sam Howell. Who was the other who was the other shitty quarterbacks he had? Dirt Miskirt. I think Baker was in that group. I think, you know. I think guys from the XFL were in that was, group. Yeah, it was. I think was. I think AJ McCarron was in that group. I think, yeah, it was it Josh was a, it was a rough sledding. Yeah, <laughs> that liner. Vince Young was there. Uh, the, it was nice. CBS invited me to do that sports. Um, and I I did not know Will was going to be on, and I I logged on to do that. It was a pre-record. It's up now, and there's Will, and I'm like, well, shit, I got to ask Will, like, what? public i called him public enemy number one and he's like what's the meanest thing that people have said about the post and i'm like i don't know about that i i i took the picture and i said this is the worst thing i've ever seen in my yeah. life um and where his kind of grace came from because he's, he's very adamant like that he did not do that to stir up shit he posted that to come out july 5th and he threw it to i think he kind of threw it together on the fourth yeah, was, of july. He, was he saying was he pretty much saying he was drinking while he was doing it Maybe, I mean, but he also was, like, I was putting it together on July 4th. I'm like, what does that have to yeah. on America's birthday? You know, I'm putting it. Yeah, together. bro. We know you threw it together. We I, know you didn't take time to put it together. <laughs> we don't need you to tell. I'm glad that you can give it some uh, feet or give it some backstory. But, but then he also said, and it, I, I will say the image did him a disservice because it did not have the tier labels on them. And mm -hmm. tier six was, I don't know what's going to happen. And he said that in part because Kyler Murray was hurt. But I told him, I'm like, well, how do you have Jimmy Garoppolo in tier four? You, can, can you tell me if Jimmy Garoppolo's playing? Because I, has he passed the physical yet? What's going on there? I think he would 
unequivocally do it differently. And then he told me on the podcast, if Kyler Murray is healthy, he's a tier three quarterback, which I think we all agree. So um, he, I, I think he regrets it. He said that he, he expects to be old takes exposed um, when, the, when Kyler Murray comes back because yeah. Kyler Murray is coming back sooner, but he was a good sport about it. Check it out. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a fun, it was a fun podcast. It's only about 20 some minutes. It's over there on CBS uh, and, and Johnny right out of the gates, just, just come swinging, just swinging at Brinson right out of the gates. Uh, maybe well, my that- audio was cut against Florio. So Bo got the shots against Florio. <laughs> so I said, okay, I got to come and throw some haymakers at Brinson here because this is this. We can't stand for this. Now. Yeah, we're just it's going- all, if we're anybody's going to dog on the Cardinals, it's this podcast. Nobody right. else can do it. Right. And we're going to swing on anybody who says anything uh, not uh, complimentary of the Arizona Cardinals, but maybe, you know, Brinson was probably dabbling in, in some gummies that weren't OGs. Uh, OGs brand flavors your life. And, course it's arizona's favorite cannabis kitchen and it's going to give you exactly uh the cannabis experience that you want and it's not going to make you put out a tier list that you do even disagree with at the end of it you're going to have it locked in uh and you're you're not going to have any issues with ogs it's it's the solution for basically all of life's problems they got the sleep edition gummy that's going to help put you to sleep keep you asleep they got all the great flavors check their full product line out at ogsbrands.com. They got the fruits, they got the creams, you can get the mix bags, you can find out which ones you like, or you can continue to get the mix bags. They got the uh, Happy Balance gummy as well, strawberries and cream. And they, this summer, they just released it. They got the Pink Lemonade. Uh, check it all out. Find them in your local dispensary. But as I said, check out their website, ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z-Brands.com. Uh, ogsbrands.com and at OG's brands on social. Got to be 21 years older to purchase. Uh, I'm super encouraged and love the turnout tonight for something that we decided to do. I know a lot of this is rightfully so for K1 and, and the phenomenal work that the cards do with, with Flight Plan, but just a taste of what Bo and I have to come in the coming months for the 2023 NFL season, the Cardinals season. I think I can say this, Bo, is we, we will have an after-hours draft college football show in some way shape or form this fall during this season and uh we'll be drinking involved and and we want to include all of you um because we're excited we're excited to talk prospects that are going to be balling this fall that could ball in red and white down the line ball yeah absolutely doing something tomorrow that involves the show that is massive that we can't tell you about right now Uh, i want to say so much i just can't it's going to be unbelievable what's coming your way. We'll be able to tell you, everyone, I think by by August, right, Johnny? We can tell yeah. them by the beginning of August, right? Uh, it feels like that's the time. Take this to the next level. You're not going to believe it, what we have in store for all you Cardinals fans out there, all PHNX Cardinals listeners, viewers. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. Cannot wait to unveil this, but we are just starting to uh, work on some things. We're going to unveil in a few next few weeks, and it's just going to take this coverage uh, to another gear. So uh, it's and I can't wait for the, the the late night prospect deep dives. That's going to be fantastic in the fall because uh, regardless if it's Caleb Williams or Marvin Harrison Jr. or Joe Alt, Jared Verse, the, the entire top ten of the draft class, we're going to get we're going to get sick. We're going to get uh, really out of control with our prospect. We're going to get dirty. Yeah, we're going to get dirty. <laughs> We're going to get dirty after hours and we want to do it with all of you. Uh, 
Cardinals may not bring their A game this year, but you're going to get the A game from this podcast and, and these two gents that you see here. Uh, and so gear up. We're just, what, two weeks away from the start, almost to the day of Arizona Cardinal training camp where we go hard for six plus months in your premier coverage of this franchise for better or worse. And again, we I'd be remiss if we didn't say, if you haven't checked out the spot, the landscape at BetMGM, the sportsbook on the Great Lawn, it's not across the street, right? It's not in a different complex. Here's the stadium. Here's BetMGM. Here's PHNX Cardinals every single football Sunday. It is for free. Come hang out, party with us, watch football, enjoy the landscape, tailgate, whatever you want to do. Make sure you're doing it with us. Pre-game, halftime, post-game show. Bo Brock hits from the stadium, walking back to the stadium. Your one-stop shop for this franchise every single football Sunday is with us at BetMGM, Bo. I cannot wait. Yeah, can't wait. Howard Balzer just put up a banger of an article about Kyler Murray. GoPHNX.com. Highly encourage you to check that out. Uh, but thank you to everybody in the chat today. It was a fun night. I mean, it was a, it was a great 20-plus minute episode of Flight Plan. We finally got some true insight into Kyler Murray, and it only just started to uh, fuel, like kind of fuel the flames a little bit. As far as, yeah, it's getting close, and we're going to know more once training camp begins. You know, does it go on PUP? If it doesn't, then it gets even more out of control. Uh, but it's, we've got some time to kill between now and then. We haven't told anybody about this. Tomorrow, a little special episode of PHNX Cardinals. Uh, some people we cut our teeth with early on in our, in our Cardinals podcasting days. Uh, some old friends are going to join us on the pod like Murphy from Revenge of the Birds and Alex Clancy from Locked On Cardinals are going to join us. We're going to start a roundtable series. Also, we have one uh, already done with Jess Root uh, of Cards Wire over at uh, USA Today that's going to be released next week. But tomorrow, make sure you tune in at 4 o'clock, usual time, where Blake and Clancy join us. In the meantime, have a great rest of your Thursday evening. We'll talk to you tomorrow on PHNX Cardinals.